his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Three thirty-five. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. An absolutely glorious sort of a uh, Monday afternoon. A little bit chilly, but uh, uh, bright sunshine, which is always nice to see. Now you know that my interaction with the uh, the FBI through the years has been—I don't want to say substantial, but it's it's certainly been there, and I mean in a good way, right? Served as the vice president as well as the president of the FBI Citizens Academy Alumni Association. Spent years of service to that organization. I was uh, fortunate enough to be awarded the Director's Community Leadership Award at FBI headquarters by Director Ray. I am blessed to say that many active as well as retired agents are really dear friends. So I, I love the FBI, and I love the men and women behind the FBI, which is why I was so angered to read the full story of Robert Hansen, this despicable spy. And there are very few people who could do the research and then write a book that is really a, a page-turner, like uh, our old friend Lise Wheel. It's been far too long, but I'm so happy to say Lisa's with us. Lise, thank you so much for being here. Jeff, it's so great to be back with you. And, you know, in your intro, I feel the same way. I mean, my dad was an FBI agent. I worked with many of them when I was a federal prosecutor. And, you know, 99.99 of them are great people doing God's work out there trying to keep us safe and doing it for the right motivations, you know. But it's a Hanson that I'd heard about, you know, since I was a kid from my dad who leaves such a black mark on the FBI and lessons we need to learn from. There are so many lessons that uh, that we need to learn from this lease. And, and I will tell you so that you know, uh, I was so apprehensive about reading the book because like you, I have a love for the institution. I have a love for the men and women there. And I know there was a part of me that said, no, no, I just want to close my eyes and pretend this didn't happen. But boy, it happened, and Hansen has left a terrible, terrible black mark. What was his motivation and, and really evolution into this, I don't know if I want to say super spy, but he was, as far as the Soviets and the Russians were concerned, he was a good asset. Oh, yeah, the Russians loved him. Um, you know, he, he started in uh, as an FBI agent and reached out to the Russians within his first year of being with the Bureau, first year. And that relationship lasted 20 years. And 
motivation, right? I mean, that's always what we look for and try to figure out with these criminals. Um, first, money. You know, he uh, had five kids. He wanted to send them to parochial school, devout cat. Very nice suburbs above the pay grade, really, for an FBI agent in mm-hmm. New York and in D.C. But it wasn't just money. I mean, that's the easy answer. Yeah. It was the feeling like he wasn't appreciated enough with the FBI. He didn't fit in. He was, you know, they thought he was creepy, macabre. You know, they called him the mortician. So he, he was disgruntled employee. And yet, and the Russians, you know, greeted him with open arms and flowery communications. So he felt appreciated. And he got to show off how smart he was because he also was a narcissist and had to prove that he, and only he, was the smartest guy in the room always. And he had a James Bond fixation since he was a little kid. I, I learned that from his best friend. Mm-hmm. So the glamour and the allure, you know, being a spy, all of those things together is really what motivated him, I believe, beyond just the money. Yeah, see, the money, that is the easy part, right? We say, oh, well, look, right. uh, he wasn't making enough, and you do what you have to do, and you're putting bread on the table, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but but he was he was broken, and I think one of the, uh, the great reminders of that, uh, first of all, I was shocked to hear that he had a best friend because he did just strike yeah, yeah. me as such a creepy dude. Uh, but you've got one of those photos in the book about some FBI uh, training session or something, and I think the photo says a lot. I mean, he's off to the side like, well, I'm sort of kind of part of this group, but not really. But not really, exactly. He just he wasn't, he wasn't like, you know, FBI agents, they work hard, they play hard, and he just didn't really have any part of that. His social skills were zero. And it's, also, it's always hard to be in a room with the smartest guy, you know, always, who has to yeah. prove himself. That gets annoying for anybody. Yeah, it does. You know, it really, it, it's tiresome. It's just so tiresome when you have to deal with that sort of nonsense. So, so take us that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Lise. Take us through some of that. So he reaches out to the Russians. He's a year into the job. You'd think he'd still be excited about getting through Quantico, and he's, he's, he's entering right. onto this amazing service. But he's already, you know, he's, he's like looking in the classifieds going, all right, I'll sell my services to the highest bidder. <laughs> exactly that. He reaches out to them. They don't even have to try to flip him. And the And the information he gives over the years is so damaging. I mean, he gives over the identification of our, our Russian assets, people that are working for us and giving us intel in Russia. And remember, he's at, at this level, he's, you know, at the top level of the counter espionage unit, Russian, you know, concentrating on Russia. And he's also the computer guy, the, the IT guy. So he knows, he has access to all this classified information that he's just selling and selling and selling. And never mind that people are getting killed because of it. Yeah, he did not seem to have any concern at all that his actions directly led to human beings losing their lives. Right. And, he, and what's so weird about it is, you know, here's a supposedly to the world, a devout Catholic, Opus Dei even, you know, yep. goes to mass every day. Um, hate, oh, this is the other part. Says he hates the, the, the commies. He said they're godless, you know. I mean, so he's saying all that and doing exactly the other. It's It's just... It's just so frightening because, you know, the things I've outlined, money, uh, disgruntled employee, smartest guy in the room, those were his motivations. But they're not, you know, just peculiar to Hanson. I mean, these are human motivations. I bet, you know, people that are have to be the smartest guy and, and disgruntled. If they have access to top secret material, watch out. Yep. Yep. So 
So it seems like for 20 years or thereabouts, he's got a pretty good thing going. I mean, aside from the human casualties and the fact that he's a despicable pig. But I mean, other than that, right. for him, you know, it's working out well. So so, so, who is it besides the other folks in the FBI going, he's really weird? Who is it that says, I think we got more going on? Well, they don't target Hanson. They, they, they realize at a certain point that they, there must be a mole in either the FBI or the CIA, because their Russian assets are dying. I mean, they have nobody there left on the ground to give them information, and that's devastating. So they realize there must be a mole. But the FBI, you know, they don't look internally. They don't want to believe it's one of their own. So they actually target and say that it's this Brian Kelly, a CIA operative, who was innocent. You know, he'd done nothing. He was a good agent. He just you know, happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And they target him and they really hold on to that. You know, that's got to be this guy. And I spoke with his widow who said that, you know, it it really led to his early death. It just destroyed him. Um, So that's another piece of collateral damage that Hanson wrought on the world. So one of the things that happens when they finally do get to Hanson, Hanson again with this, this narcissistic personality of his, he says to the agents who are taking him down, what took you so long? I know. Right? <laughs> he has to rub it in that they're they're not as smart as he, you know, even when he's being arrested for espionage. You guys are dummies. What took you so long? I mean, that's basically what he's saying. He yeah. had just kind of a disdain for them. God, what a... I know. He's just an awful human being, and... Uh, I, I I will tell you the the book is phenomenal. My gosh, I mean you Thank you already you. you already knew you were a great writer and a, an an excellent researcher. And I, I, there's a part of it that says, well, uh, he gets out of his cell for an hour a day, and maybe he goes to speak with the other smartest guy at uh, Supermax. Right, he's hanging out. Uh, who is it with the, the Unabomber? Unabomber. Yeah. <laughs> Unabomber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> El Chapo, you know, I mean, it's 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 guys like that in that in that one hour outside of solitary confinement. They're probably hobnobbing and and you know and swapping stories. But they're going to be there forever. I mean, the rest of his life. Yeah. So listen, I'm I'm glad to hear that uh, he is having a miserable existence. But I'm you know yeah. as you know I'm a father of three. I'm I'm curious about his five kids and his wife. What what's happened to them? Well, his wife, Bonnie, never divorced him. Um, she's still now draw. well, she's still also drawing his FBI pension because the FBI gave her that. But she never divorced him, even though he embarrassed her, uh, made her into a soft porn star. I mean, all sorts of despicable things. Oh, that's right. I think oh, wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. remember? You know, let's not, don't drive by that, Lise, because, you know, got a lot of guys <laughs> listening in the afternoon. That's right. He was sending naked pictures of his wife to one of his pals right to jack, to jack hoshauer his best friend the guy i was just talking to you about yeah jackson was just here i'm in vietnam and he's sending me these pictures of his uh, naked pictures of his wife and then when he gets back into town uh jack visits you know uh hansen's like you know i can drug her or you can look through a peephole oh. i mean you can join us i mean it's disgusting oh, here's this gosh. supposedly cat good catholic guy doing that i mean yeah. ugh. Well, what about his kids, Lise? Where, where, do we know what's happening with them? Yeah, they're all obviously grown up. I believe one is an associate professor. I mean, I think they are okay. okay. Although, you know, being Robert Hansen's kid has got to be not easy. That's for sure. No, 
No, it's not like being Lee's Wheels kids. That's got uh, superstar <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, My kids are doing great. <laughs> we were supposed to watch them as memory serves when they were in town. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> now, Lise, I want everybody to get this book. I especially want my friends uh, who are uh, retired from or still serving in the Bureau to get it. What's the best way for them to get this book? Oh, you know, Amazon is uh, is an obvious one. Your independent bookstores, Barnes and Noble. You can go to my website, which is leasewheelbooks dot com. Um, any of those places, and and take a look and write a review. And and I've just been so fortunate to have so many FBI and CIA agents that helped me out on this. I mean, the FBI even sent a, a, a internal memo to all their retired agents saying. You know, it's okay to help her out. I mean, I, I feel so honored because they know that I'm going to tell the truth. You know, I'm just right. going to, it's going to be unvarnished. No, it, it is. It's a wonderful read. All right, leasewheelbooks.com. And Lease, as I said, it's been far too long. Do you mind it if we reach been. out again and, and get you on? I mean, we'll talk about the book, but I want to get your input on, on everything. You you bet. You bet. Well, I put on everything like, well, I think you should wear your uh, pink uh, shirt with your green flags tonight. <laughs> Mm, just about everything is what we'll ask you for input on. Lise, thank you so much for being here today. We love you. Great to chat with you, and we'll look forward to doing it again soon. You got it. Anytime, Jeff. Take care. Thank you. That is Lise Wheel. She is a brilliant woman, a talented woman, and one hell of a writer, a spy in plain sight. It is the ugly story of this uh uh, the Russian spy, Robert Hansen, inside the FBI. Uh, LeaseWheelBooks.com. I'm going to send you to her website to get it. 346, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 